This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome back to On Point. Today, we have a little solo episode because I had an epiphany this week. Let's just say I had an epiphany. And I kind of want to just have an open conversation with you guys and see what you think because I could totally be wrong or this could totally be like the best realization of my life. But before we get into that, I went to the Taylor Swift concert this weekend, the Eras tour. And let me tell you, it was the craziest experience of my life. I flew to Vegas with my friend and SeatGeek gave me two tickets, which is incredible. Thank you, SeatGeek. Not sponsored. But I have never felt that much crazy energy in my life. Like I walked in, I knew almost every single song. Everyone in the room was just so proud of this one person who like changed their lives in so many ways. Like my... I don't know if you guys are on this side of TikTok right now, but I'm on the Eras tour side of TikTok and I'm like, oh my gosh, what will be my two surprise songs for my show? Because these ones and these ones were crossed off the list. Like I'm literally on Swifty TikTok and I was like, what will be my surprise songs? And I, one of mine, I got White Horse, which I was dying. I was literally dying. I started crying. I was crying maybe the whole time. I got a bloody nose during the Red Era, may I add, but I got white horse and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember being at Riverway Ranch Camp when I was like nine or something or maybe younger. And I remember this girl like at the talent show playing white horse that just came out and I was like, wow, this song's amazing. And now here I am like in Vegas, like it was crazy. And I just love Taylor Swift so much. I'm so proud of her. I just love everything she does. I think she's literally godly and it was the best night of my life. Let me just say that. But I'm talking about this because I think I've been doing it all wrong this whole time. I think I've been doing it all wrong. Let me explain. I have built up this whole image of myself in my head that I am just this anxious, not fun, OCD person that just 
like can't take chances, is too fearful to do anything. And the best option for me and my illnesses is to stay home and hermit and not like expose myself to anything risky or scary because it's not good for me. And I think largely like a lot of that is true in a different way of like, okay, if you are experiencing things, you need to like take care of yourself always. But I think my version of taking care of myself is wrong. And I realized that this weekend when I had this idea, this is something I would never do ever to like book a last minute flight to Vegas, Vegas of all places with my friend, go to the Taylor Swift concert, no plans, no car, no this, whatever, like just have a fun weekend trip. Like that's just so something that's out of my character and out of my nature, but I had the best time and it was crazy because normally if I have an idea like that of like, okay, I'm going to go to Vegas and oh my God, it's going to be so fun. Oh, but what if I do this? But what if, oh, but then I'm not going to be happy and then I'll be this and then this. And then it just ruins the whole thing for me. And so I think my problem is, is that I then convince myself like, oh, well, that wouldn't be good for me. Actually, it'd be better for me to stay home and crochet and watch Netflix because that's what would help me. But I think that is exactly what I don't need. I think sitting in my comfort is actually not allowing me to grow. And that is why I had this epiphany this week. And I'm making this episode about oversharing because it's something that I kind of spit out a lot on this podcast and on my YouTube channel. And it's something I've been thinking about because I am the biggest oversharer and I've tried to kind of break down why I am because I'm also a Capricorn and I know like we're getting into all this astrological stuff, but I'm a Capricorn and typically we are very reserved. We don't talk about our emotions. We don't do anything, but I literally will walk up to anybody on the street and tell them my whole life story, what I'm struggling with at the moment, how my sex life is, how my like, I'll literally say anything to anybody. And I love it about myself but I also have realized that this might be one of my biggest enemies and there's so much that goes into this and this is a very open conversation because I don't even know if what I'm saying is right right now I just had a thought I'm like maybe the more I've been talking about all my emotions to so many different people I'm getting all these different opinions it's kind of diminished my own self-will or like what, what do you call that? Like my own self sense of direction and what I believe in because I become so malleable to everybody else's opinions because I come to everybody with my problems to a point where I don't even know how to handle it on my own anymore. And I think that's what's been one of the hardest things to realize. I want to start with something that I was having a conversation with a group of girls the other day and one of them was like, being a self-aware young woman is so hard. And I, and I like really thought about that statement. I'm like, a lot of the times I think back to my mom and how she grew up and how mental health was not even a conversation. It wasn't even something that you thought about. There wasn't really like a diagnosis of depression or this or that. Um, and I feel like they kind of just, what I see is like, they kind of just went for what felt good to them in the moment. Like, I don't know. I was looking at Sometimes I think back to like relationships and how like 
in the olden days they would just move in and have kids and it was just like whatever felt right and fun it wasn't like oh well this wouldn't work because in the future we're not going to do this it's like i feel like they were more present which came then later to bite them in the ass so it is better to be a self-aware young woman but it's way harder because we're in our 20s and it's just like we're trying to figure our life out and all this but i do think the moral of the story is the more i learn about myself now the more hurt i'm protecting myself from later but i'm also supposed to be living my best years now and i think i've come to a point where i'm over analyzing every single thing i do every move i make to a point where i'm not present i'm not enjoying the best part of my youth or you know my 20s which is like supposed to be the best ever because i'm thinking way too hard and i've also given myself this identity of this anxious ocd girl who has all this trauma because of this this and this that like i'm not being present i'm not just taking chances i'm not taking risks because everything is just so overanalyzed and overplanned and that's how i feel i think in a lot of ways ignorance can be bliss you know but also you want to be on top of things and be educated and save yourself from hurt in the future so i understand why we do have to like learn about stuff like this but i almost wish that i didn't know this much <laughs> and i don't know what this realization came from today but i was just like i i want to be able to do things like that where i go to vegas and i like take a chance and i I just, I don't have any thoughts. I just go for it and I have fun and I had the best weekend ever and I'm home and I'm alive and I'm safe and I can literally just tell you that was the best concert of my life because there was no expectation or planning. It was just like a, I felt the fear and I did it anyway type of thing. Yesterday, I went snowboarding. I'm awful at snowboarding. I have gone two times and I've fallen every single time and gotten severely hurt, like awful at snowboarding, but it's something I'm so, I want to be good at. So I went again and I like there's this thing where you do like your toe edge where you like have to turn backwards and I'm so terrified of doing it because I fall every time. But yesterday I was like every time I felt that every time I went to go do it, I felt this fear in my chest and I was like, no, you're going to do it. And if, if you fall, it's OK, but you're going to do it. And I would do it and I would do it. And I felt so accomplished at the end of the day. I was like, wow, I'm so happy. I stepped out of my comfort zone and I kind of feel like this is what my 20s and living is all about it's not like giving myself all this worry like I'm, I'm just over it and that's what I'm talking about today so with the conversation of oversharing I would say that overall I would rather be an oversharer than an undersharer and I think it's also I largely made a career off of being an oversharer, like talking on YouTube about my very, very personal experience of, with body image or stories about a toxic relationship. Like there's a lot of things like there's very little things that I don't share with you guys. And that would probably be like fam like close family stuff. I don't. But like even some family stuff I do share with you guys, which I probably shouldn't or like really deep relationship stuff maybe I don't share with you guys but on the another scale like I really do whatever emotion I'm feeling I'll probably pick up my camera and tell you guys and I think there's so much beauty in that in a way that it's kind of like a journal in a way that I can you know talk openly about my feelings which is beautiful and amazing and I would way rather it be that way than hold it all in and deteriorate slowly 
And another benefit of being an oversharer for me is that I have also gotten such a good response from you guys in a way that it made me feel so much less alone in my struggles. And that's such a beautiful thing. And you guys aren't the only people that I talk to about all my feelings. Like I literally, anybody that comes into my life, a friend, a family member, we're always talking about whatever issue I have at hand. And it's like, it's not, it doesn't feel as if someone can just come over to my house and be like, have fun and be present. It's like, oh, well, how are you dealing with that one issue you talked about with me last time? Or, you know, how are you feeling about this? It's like so much because I share so much. And that's like my personality at this point. And I almost feel like people expect that from me. And I'm trying to analyze why I'm an oversharer because I I kind of did a little bit of research as in like what in my childhood kind of could have prepared me for this because I do have a very open relationship with my parents, like with my mom. I've I've talked about everything with her. Like I always think it's crazy when people are like, oh, yeah, I've never talked to my mom about this or I, yeah, I don't talk to my sister about this. Like I'm very open. My family knows me more than anybody in the world. And I love that. I obviously wouldn't change it for the world. But I do think, you know, me and my mom went through something so deep together when I was 13, we lived together in the same room. All of high school, we were traveling around different places because we didn't have a home together. And we went through so much together. And I kind of feel like that might have turned me into an overshare. But I've I've been an overshare since I was very young. And I also think that I've always been someone who... I talked about it in my episode with my sister that I kind of felt as if I didn't get enough attention when I was younger because my parents were working so hard. My siblings were already in college really at the time and I had no friends and I, I kind of, I, did, I had friends, I had friends, but I saw this TikTok the other day and I was like, oh my God, this is so me. Finally, somebody understands me. And it was a girl and she was like, when I would get like money from the tooth fairy and the first thing I wanted to do was go buy a cast at like CVS to wear to school. Like all I wanted was a brace. And that was so me. I would buy like, I would steal my dad's like horse wrap for his like horse's injuries and like wrap my fingers because I wanted, I, I don't know what that was. I wanted to be hurt. I wanted glasses. I would wear my mom's reading glasses to school, not be able to see like, I don't know what. And I, I need to study that more because that is something that was so part of my childhood. Like I almost wanted pity in a way or attention. I just wanted people to feel feel bad for me or I don't know what that was. But I do think that that's transferred a lot into my adult life in a totally different way. And I'm not saying that every time I overshare on the internet, I'm just looking for pity and for people to feel bad for me, but I think I've almost made it my identity and I feel like when I'm with my friends or something they can just tell that I'm bad so I have to give them an explanation as to why so that I don't seem like I'm a bad person or that I'm not fun to be around I think that's also why I overshare because I'm almost like well they can obviously see that I'm not okay so I have to tell them and then it gets so annoying because every time you see them it's like oh now I'm I'm stressed to see them again because I have to update them on this situation and I think what I've learned from this is now and this is literally starting today because I share everything with everybody I was like you know what I think I need a little break from sharing with people I think I need to sit with my feelings a little bit and come to decisions on my own because I'm also I am diagnosed with OCD and I'm not going to give that as a 
excuse for everything, but I do get so obsessive over things that if someone comes to me and tells me one thing, I will think about it for the whole week and it will take over my whole brain because that's just how the chemistry of my brain works. My brain gets locked in a cycle and I'll we'll, we'll think about that thought for so long and that's what OCD does. But I think because I overshare with people and I get all these opinions all the time, it's too much for me. It's just, it's too much for me and I don't have that self-direction anymore where I I can make a decision on my own. I genuinely don't know what I believe in. Truly, I don't know. I think the moral of this story is you have to be very selective too with the people that you choose to go for for advice. Like there's some industry friends that like they don't need to know my deepest, darkest, what I'm going through right now because a lot of the times they're not the most loyal or, you know, they're not going to get me the best advice. Like I need to be more selective with the people that I go to because then afterwards I'm always like, oh, I overshared. So embarrassing. What if they tell everybody? I I just I don't want to feel that anymore. But this is totally not to say don't talk about your feelings. That's totally not what I'm trying to say. I think for me, I'm going to dive way more into journaling, which I've been off for a while and just kind of figure that out, kind of talk to myself in that way. And therapy, 100% therapy. And I love therapy because the those the people in your life that you go to, they're going to have a bias no matter what, obviously, because they know you so well. They know everything, but they're going to have a bias. And they're also not mentally trained to like really handle things, you know? So like obviously advice from other people and other experiences is good, but I feel like for me going to a therapist that's unbiased, that literally is just telling me chemically or just like based on trauma what's going on in my brain I think that's more the speed I'm looking for than just to have all these opinions from other people constantly bombarding my brain another thing I'm kind of coming to a realization of is I don't know if labeling is the best thing for me and I've already done it a million times in this episode of being like well since I'm OCD this this and this or since I have anxiety this this and this like I think Obviously, if you're struggling really bad and you're looking for an answer, a diagnosis is so important and it should be from the right person. It shouldn't be from TikTok. It shouldn't be from YouTube. Like go to a therapist, psychiatrist, doctor and whatever and get a diagnosis if you're really like searching for an answer and you're really struggling 100%. But I almost feel like for me, and this could be largely to do with my OCD, so maybe it it is all combined, but it's almost become my identity and I've found so much comfort in it, which is weird. Like I'm almost, I use it as an excuse almost every time. It's like, oh, there's a birthday party for a friend, but it's going to be out on this like LA scene and oh, but I have anxiety, so I shouldn't go because that's not the best thing for me. So, oh, thank God. Now I can stay home and crochet and, and do this. Like I use it as an, as an out all the time. And I think Obviously, it's good that I know what the problem is or or if there chemically is something wrong in my brain, why I react the way I do. But if I sit with that label and that comfort, I'm never going to grow. And I think I've realized that a lot is that, okay, yeah, I do have OCD. I do get obsessive about certain thoughts, but I can't just be like, oh, well, I'm just thinking about this because I have OCD. So, ha, like done. Like, no, I don't want to live like this forever. And I also hate the fact that 
I have to have a disorder forever. Like this is a chemical thing in my brain that won't go away. Like how I don't want that doom. Like it's just it's too much for me. And I've understood that too lately. I came to this realization because I made a TikTok and I also made a YouTube video and I was like, basically it was me living this little, I love my protected little life. And it was me in the morning. I woke up, I had anxiety. So I decided to stay home all day and cook soup and, and crochet and do a puzzle. And that's great and all, but I also think for me, what I could have done that day that would actually have changed my brain around was force myself to do something out of my comfort zone to distract myself. And I almost think that would have been the better option for me because I've sat with this, like these diagnosis and, and these problems for so long that I just, I've come to a habit and routine of comfort where I'm like, one of my best friends came over the other day. She's like, well, what do you even do? Like, I don't even, you're like, what do you even do? You don't even go anywhere. Like, what do you do all day? Like, I'm, you're, you're such a mystery to me. I'm like, oh my God, that's so sad. I don't, I really don't. Like, I have a closet full of amazing clothes and I only wear my sweatpants and sweatshirts. Like, what happened in my life to change the fact that I don't go out anymore? I don't see anybody really, if I do see people, they come to my house and we just relax at my house, which is fun and great, of course. But like, I just do not get out of my comfort zone. The idea of going out to a dinner or going out to a party or a bar, like, is the scariest thing to me. I want to know the experience I'm going to have. I want to know that I'm not going to feel anxious. But if I keep sitting in that comfort, I don't think I'm ever going to grow out of it and train my body to, to feel different in situations like that. I think that therapy is great when you can really find out the root of your problems. You know, I might go for men that are like this because my dad treated me like this when I was younger. Like, I think it's it's good to know your trauma and how it plays out in your life. But I think for me, a lot of the times I use that as an out in a lot of ways where I'm like, I do things and I'm like, oh, well, it's because I have trauma from this or mm, it's because I have trauma from this. But I'm I'm literally just sitting with that. I'm not growing out of it. I'm not working on actively trying to change it. I'm just kind of blame. I put the blame all on one thing. And that's such an easier route than to actually work through it. I'm just like, okay, it's not me. It's this. It's not me. It's my trauma. It's not me. It's my diagnosis. And I think if I don't take that accountability to actually work through that or to actually face that trauma and like try to actively have a better life and change it, then what's the point of knowing about it at all? You know, I don't know why I thought about all of this this week and I could be totally wrong. And this is such an open conversation, but of course I'm so big on mental health and being aware of it. And I think it's amazing this whole new kind of wave in this generation of being open about it. But I think it's maybe gotten to a point where it's a little bit too much to a point where on TikTok, like, you see TikToks about if you have this, this and this, then you probably are depressed. Or if you have this, this and this, then you're bipolar. Like all these people are kind of telling you what you feel. And then you sit with that diagnosis and you sit with it and you're comfortable with it. But they're not telling you really tools as to how to work through it. And they're not trained professionals to actually be able to give you a diagnosis like that. And I think maybe it's gotten to a point where we're oversharing a little bit too much. 
But overall, I think it's good. And I think talking about it, making people feel a little bit less alone. Like when I see a celebrity talking about a struggle that I deal with, I'm like, wow, you know, I'm not alone. Like everybody deals with this or there's even this celebrity that I look up to so much also has the same problem. And that can be so comforting as well. But if you're not actively trying to change it and work through it, then there's not really a point, you know? you're kind of just going to sit in that misery forever. And I I don't want to do that. Like, I really, really don't want to do that. And I think it's time for me to get uncomfortable. And that happened this weekend in Vegas. And that happened when I went snowboarding. And it's going to keep happening. Like, I, I want to be able to put myself in situations that I'm not the most comfortable in so that one day I will be. And that's what I'm working on. I think I mentioned it briefly, but you have to kind of pick your people when it comes to going for them for advice. Like I know for me, maybe when I was younger, I wouldn't go to my mom with body image problems because I knew I wasn't going to like her response. Like I knew the advice she was going to give me wasn't going to be what I wanted to hear. So I wouldn't go to her. I would go to someone else, you know, or even now, sometimes when I have relationship problems, I kind of know not to go to my sister because she has such an opinion on men that it's just not going to, I'm not going to like her answer, you know? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you also need to be self-aware to know that who can help you with what. And that's totally great. But I feel like a therapist is the better option when it comes to sharing about your problems and your feelings and your emotions. And that's with anything because they're also trained professionals. But for me, I think it's it's been damaging to be an oversharer because I get these opinions and all this stuff where I genuinely don't know what I believe in. And that's me being completely honest. Like, I feel like I used to have a sense of direction and a sense of, okay, well, this is what I'm doing for me because I know this is right. But now I'm like, I don't even know. And that causes me to have more anxiety and more lack of control, which freaks me out the most. You know, it's also important to set boundaries and you always hear people setting boundaries with people in their life and how important that is but you kind of have to set boundaries with yourself and that's something that I'm going to try to do now is like I almost feel like when I go out to a dinner it's like I have to be I have to overshare about my life because it's also kind of comedic relief and it gives like a conversation starter and it makes it so deep like I don't want to have a surface level conversation I almost feel like If I'm sitting there and we're talking and I'm going through all this stuff that I'm kind of lying to the person about what we're even talking about because I'm dealing with all this stuff and they don't know. I almost feel like I owe it to everybody to tell them what's going on in my life. But that makes the problem 10 times worse most of the time. And it makes it such its own identity and such a big monster of a problem that now everybody in my life is worried about me or trying to work out with me. And it's become way worse than it already was in the first place, you know? And it's going to be uncomfortable for me to not overshare, which is so funny because normally you would think that people are like, yeah, it's really uncomfortable for me to actually share my life. But for me, it's going to be uncomfortable not to overshare because I almost feel like they expect it from me. Um, And I I think there's nothing wrong with me being like, I'm trying something new in my life right now. I'm not going to overshare about my life if they're asking me, how is this, 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 and this? Because I've already talked about them, about all my problems. But I kind of want to be able to fake it till I make it in situations like that because I also don't want to be that person that everyone pities or doesn't want to be around or 
always has something negative or something they're going through. Like I want to be fun and I want to be present. I just want to be present. That's my thing. I want to be present with everybody that I'm with. And I kind of find that impossible when I'm constantly talking about things that I went through this week or constantly giving um, advice and and making a plan as to what I'm going to do with my life now. Like it's just too much pressure. And then it ends up making me have to give them an explanation every couple days or them being like, hey, how are you? Like, I don't want to be that friend anymore or that person. And it's not that I'd like care about what people think necessarily about what I go through because I don't. It's just for me, I think it's it's creating a bigger monster than it was in the first place. So, yeah, I think healthy boundaries with yourself being like, okay, I'm going to go in this dinner, but I'm not going to talk about this, this and this because I know that's not going to be beneficial for me or it's not it's going to create the make the problem bigger or it's going to make the whole conversation about me and this one thing like creating boundaries with yourself, I think, is super important when you're an overshare and Everything I'm saying right now, again, is not to say to not talk about your feelings at all. Like I'm coming from a place of me being an overshare and also having OCD, which is, again, a label, but it's true. And it's actually a chemical problem in my brain. But I'm coming to you guys from a place of like, okay, this is what I've noticed in my life. And when I tell you I'm an overshare, like there's not one person in my life that does not know every single thing that I go through at all times. Like it's always the narrative. It's always Luna, this, this, and this. And I'm over it. I'm so over it. Like I just want, I want to be able to be strong in front of my friends. I guess that sounded kind of wrong. I want to be able to be like, I want to be able to have like a card in my head that I can swipe in and out, which I know is totally unrealistic. But I do think For me, at this time in my life, I have to kind of force myself to be uncomfortable, face the fear and do it anyway in so many different parts of my life and also maybe now form my own opinions and not be so malleable to everybody else because I just don't know what I believe in really anymore. And it's so funny because it comes in so many places of my life. Like I see one TikTok of being like, Teslas are so out and then I hate my car. I'm like, ugh, I hate my car. Not a good idea. I've taken everyone's opinion now and I hate it. Or even with songs, like I remember I'll, I like a song, I'll play it for someone and be like, oh, I don't like that song. And then I hate it. Like I don't have that. What do you, what is that word I'm searching for? It's just like sense of direction and sense of confidence in my opinions. Confidence in, yeah, I guess that's right. I just don't want to be, I want to be able to be that, like have a strong sense of self and be able to make my own decisions for myself and know what's right for me. And I just don't feel like I have that right now because I've been so open with everything. And I don't know what that is. And this is something I haven't talked to my therapist about yet. And I could totally be like completely wrong in everything I'm saying. This is literally just a brainstorming podcast today. Like I'm just telling you what I had this epiphany on this weekend but I don't know. That's kind of what I'm feeling these days. (laughs) I kind of feel like I just word vomited. I don't even know what I just said, but I kind of love it. Again, it's like a online journal, but this time I'm telling you guys that I'm an overshare while I'm oversharing about what I'm feeling. (laughs) It's going to be a never ending cycle. It's funny because I look at someone like my mom and she's the best example because I see her, you know, every day and I can see how she grew up and how it's affecting her now. And for her, when she's in her 20s, like me, she never had any 
idea as to what maybe she struggled with or what mental problem she had. And they just kind of took chances. You know, there wasn't really any thought. She met my dad. Maybe a year later they got married and and then had a kid a year later. But now that would be the craziest thing in the world. It's like, no, you have to be with someone for this many amount of years before you have kids and before you move in because this will save you from this. It's like so planned. Like what happened to just living in the moment? (laughs) I don't know why I'm thinking about this. I don't know why. I almost wish life could be like that again. But I just feel like there's so much judgment and there's just this like life plan that everybody needs to go through in order to like to achieve happiness or success. And I just don't feel like that's right. I think everybody also has their own plan and their own sense of of direction. You know, I don't know. I'm just over the judgment of that. Why did I even start talking about that? I swear to God, I'm all over the place today. Being self-aware of your problems is absolutely great and can offer you a bunch of relief when it comes to, you know, getting a diagnosis or finding out what the problem is if you're really struggling, but it's not helpful if you're not actually going to do anything about it or if you like sit with that diagnosis or answer in comfort. Like if you're sitting with it and it's comfortable, you're never going to grow out of it and you're never going to, it's just going to become a bigger problem, a bigger disease, a bigger monster than it already is. So be self-aware, know what's going on in your brain, know as much information as you can. I think obviously education is, is key in everything, but also know that you can do something to get out of it. Research tools, research this, like genuinely make the active effort to put in the work to get out of it and to be able to beat the monster because if you just sit with that doom and be like well I have this for life and this is how I'm going to live my life now it's not helpful and it's not benefiting you in any way and I don't know if anything I just talked about today is controversial I'm I'm just really being open-ended with this just something I'm thinking about and I'm going to start doing and that's it for this podcast I guess I love you guys. If you're an overshare, I'm here with you. If you're an undershare, can't relate, but I'm also here with you. And I just think it's important that we're talking about all these things. And I love talking about all these things with you guys. It's so fun. And that's not to say that I'm not going to be an overshare with you and tell you about my feelings, but maybe I'm also going to tell you what I'm going to do to fix it now, which I feel like normally I just sit with it and tell you guys. And then I kind of wait for you guys to tell me what to do, you know, and that's not good. So that's where I'm at in life. Love you guys. Literally beyond this podcast is so much fun for me. Please message me on Instagram and give me topics that you want me to talk about because I could sit here and ramble forever. It could be whatever topic you want and I'll probably be able to ramble on for an hour about it because I love to talk and I love you guys so much so I will talk to you soon I love you bye